We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, loves, welcome. It is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN, and uh, we're talking about drinking. We're talking about alcohol and uh, what spurred this discussion. Well, we saw a story on the WIVB website about the United States government, the Agriculture Department of all things, um, may be changing its guidance on the maximum number of drinks you can healthily have during the course of a week. Right now, they say, hey, men, you can have up to two drinks a day. Women, you can have up to one drink a day but in canada they've changed it to two drinks per week per guy one drink per week per woman and we're thinking about doing that in the united states and i'm thinking to myself in buffalo new york that is going to not fly people are not going to be following the recommendations maybe it's me uh but i think most people in this area um, I don't know what our rate of alcoholism is in western New York as opposed to other parts of the country, but my suspicion is that it's pretty high. And even during COVID, think about what was considered an essential business. Liquor stores. You know why? Because if you have an alcoholic and you suddenly cut off alcohol, that's a health problem for the alcoholic. Uh, Let's get back to uh, somebody who knows this all too well, Anonymous in Buffalo, who uh, basically realized in her late 20s, was it, that uh, you developed the beginning of your drinking issue? Um, It was actually my late 30s, and um, I drank for about 10 years coping, you know, through a bad marriage. And, um, you know, it's – I could – I got to, it's such a slow progression, you don't even realize you get to the point where you can't stop. And to your point about keeping liquor stores as a essential business over uh, COVID, um, if I got to a point where if I stopped on my own, I would, I've had several seizures, Right. Um, you know, things along those lines, your heart rate races, you go through uh, hallucinations. It can be a very deadly withdrawal. Um, so, yes, it was an essential business. I, I know people who don't know the disease were like, that's crazy. It's not essential. Yes, for somebody with a disease who is not in recovery and is still drinking, it is very essential. Oh, yeah. I mean, in, in the hospitals, uh, they'll keep beer um, on tap, no no pun intended. Um, in in some, some patients who are alcoholic, they need a little at least a little bit of alcohol to prevent the 
uh, DTs and the other uh, symptoms that you talked yeah. of, of of withdrawal from from presenting themselves. So at what at what point? And I, I don't I don't mean this to sound like a lifetime movie cliche, but at what point <laughs> did you hit? I mean, at what at what point did you hit rock bottom? Um, really, it was. Um, I went to rehab, completed it, uh, didn't do the follow-up that was suggested of me. And within a month's time, I got two DWIs and uh, arrested for breaking and entering, for stealing alcohol. Oh, jeez. And was facing a year in jail. And my ex, you know, at that point had filed for divorce. And uh, I was unable to work at that point in time. I was such a bad alcoholic. I had, you know, felony DWI, breaking and entering. Um, I lost everything. So um, what? So to me, I, I had no nowhere to go but up at that point, at least from my experience. And um, I went into a long long term program. And uh, I will say I've been in recovery for nine years, but I haven't been sober for nine years. Um, I've had very extensive periods of sobriety. But to your point, alcohol is everywhere. It's very accessible. It's legal. Um, and it, it's, it's a very difficult disease to fight, and it is a disease. Um, no, I, I, I'm finding this very interesting because just speaking with you, um, you sound like incredibly um, intelligent. You sound incredibly together, like you've got your stuff together. But maybe that's just part of the learning process, for those of you in Canada that would be process, um, through which you had to go to um, recover from the disease, although it always is going to be dormant within you. Um, you sound, you know, like, like when you said felony, I'm like, wow. Uh, I'm hard to believe, and you know, don't don't worry about labels because uh, some of the nicest people I know are actually convicted felons. So don't worry about it. No, um, and, no, and I don't, you I don't know, judge. at the end of the day, no, I and I don't get that sense from you whatsoever. I've called before anonymously, and you were very kind. And here's the thing: today I do have my life together, but it took me years to build it back up. You know, I I lost my house. I did not have children, and I think it's just my belief that God made it so I didn't have them because what a horrible thing for them to go through. Um, but it, it takes time and perseverance. And uh, at the end of the day, I, you know, I was graced with and had the money for a good lawyer and did not get those felonies and did not even you know, go to jail other than, you know, for the three one-week periods that I went, which was, I would not recommend it to anybody. Um, it, it's, um, so you have to, you have to fight. You have to fight your way back. And some people, and I can completely understand this, um, it's a, it's a hard fight. And it's, I think we have people that are out there active in their alcoholism because it's, it's hard. It's hard. Uh, this uh, this is such um, a, a very interesting um, interesting call. I mean, 
again, you're obviously an intelligent woman. It was was there a point early on in your drinking where you said to yourself, you know, I've got to I've got to slow down on this. I've got to taper off because I'm clearly heading toward alcoholism. Every day. But that didn't it was, stop. At you. the time, it was the only thing that worked. Yeah. Uh, In my because... mind, it was the only thing that worked. Yeah. Wow. So when you go, I'm going to presume that you've got a lot of friends. Yes, I do. <laughs> so when you go to parties, everybody is aware of your situation and they don't, uh, like New Year's Eve, they don't put champagne in front of you? No, not at all. Not at all. Everyone is, everyone close to me is very aware of my situation and probably, and this is just for me, one of the most uncomfortable situations to be in is if I go out to dinner with a group of people who I know are not alcoholics but enjoy a drink, if they don't order a drink because of me, it makes me very uncomfortable. I would much rather them do what they need to do. You know what I mean? They're not alcoholics. And God bless them. I wish I could, you know, enjoy a glass of wine with a good steak, but I can't. So, but they can. And uh, but that- long time to get to that point and uh, how many how many years i mean look i'm sure there are people listening who are listening with rapt attention because they themselves or a loved one is where you were when you hit the proverbial rock bottom how long did it take you to totally get to that point where you could sit at a table with friends even if they had wine with their steaks i would say for me personally it was about a year and a half without a drink and then it just didn't even phase me wow and never and i'm not trying to instill this but never the urge oh always the urge oh really what what were what were you did did you have a um a drink of choice or were you all over the board um i started with wine and at the end I was chugging vodka out of a bottle and didn't even taste it. It tastes like water to me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, anonymous, um, what, what a great call. And I hope that, uh, your story inspires other people to call in with similar stories. Um, and if nothing else inspires, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, that's why I called. I think it's important for people like me to share their stories, that if you are at bottom, there is a way out, and um, there is a way out, and life will get better. You just need to to work for it. And I presume you're talking about AA? Yes. Is that what you did? Okay. Well, I'm glad that you uh, had success with that program, and I'm really honored that you uh, shared your story. And and hopefully hopefully you help somebody listening out there who might not even call in. Um, What? Just answer me this. Um, If a man or or a woman, okay, if, if, if somebody is with somebody and they see that they are drifting into or are already are alcoholic, what is the best thing their partner can tell them? Uh, that it's a progressive disease. Um, first of all, not to get, for me anyways, anger doesn't work. It makes me want to drink more when somebody is angry with me. Um, I would calmly encourage them to, 
I'm not saying, all right, um, husband, I'm not saying you have to stop drinking today, but why don't we just go to an AA meeting? Um, I'll go with you because there are open meetings. And um, just listen to what they have to say. Uh, because many times when you're an alcoholic, you feel like you're the only person in the world that feels that way. And when you attend meetings, you know that there are many, many people out there all over the world that feel the exact same way that you do. So you feel less alone. So a lot of times, supportive partner, sister, whatever, um, somebody should take them to a meeting and just have them hear what the others have been through because then they're not going to feel as alone. Yeah, but that's going to – but the minute you say to somebody, I think it's time you went to an AA meeting, they're going to get combative and say, I'm not an alcoholic, and they're, they're, they're in a tremendous sense of denial as to their own Correct. weakness. And, yeah. You have uh, to- hold, hold on, my love. My, please please hold on. Um, I'd like more calls, by the way, from people um, on this whole alcohol thing, and alcoholism is, is – we kind of turned that corner. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Anonymous has set the bar rather high. Uh, let's get back to uh, Anonymous, uh, who is uh, a recovering alcoholic. And uh, we talked about the idea. Okay, so people listening might, you you guys, you, you might have somebody that you're concerned about, that you love, and you think that they are descending into alcoholism. And the point where we left off was, there's going to be a lot of resistance, Anonymous, when the husband or the wife or the son or the daughter or whomever says, you know what, I think maybe you need to go to an AA meeting because I know exactly what the response is going to be. What are you talking about, Alcoholics Anonymous? I just enjoy a few cocktails. I'm not an alcoholic. How do you even get by that kind of resistance? Um. You know, all you can do is suggest it. It's not going to work if the person resists. It just means their life, unfortunately, hasn't become painful enough to get help. It's wow. as simple as that. Wow. What do you, I mean, just out of curiosity, what do you think about people like Winston Churchill, who lived into his 90s and he was a notorious alcoholic? You know, I think genetics have a lot to do with it, as the caller said. Um, The funny thing is, neither one of my parents is an alcoholic. Um, None of my brothers or sisters are alcoholics. I was the only one. But I think it was because of the, you know, abuse that I endured, unfortunately, and stayed in. Um, But, you know, some people can function for years as an alcoholic. Others, I've seen, you know, people in their early, mid-20s need a new liver. I mean, um, so it really just depends on your body. But it's pretty rare that there would be somebody that could endure that. But there are people, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting you mention that because uh, David Crosby, who uh, was with the birds, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and the right. various per- permutations of he had a liver transplant, and somebody took a picture of him having a gin and tonic after the liver transplant, and did he ever catch hell for that? Like, dude, you got lucky. You got a liver. You're David Crosby, and you're going to drink? 
Uh, he turned his life around uh, in a big way and at least, uh, you know, as far as I know, enjoyed sobriety till the end of his life. Um, you have been a tremendous caller, and I, I want to thank you very much for your input, and I want to hear what other people have to say about what you have been through because I'm pretty sure that you speak for a lot of people, and everybody can call in anonymously. It doesn't really, you know, it doesn't really phase me one way or the other, and it, it's a judgment-free zone, okay, whenever we do a show like this. I'm grateful for your uh, – is, should I say I'm grateful for your share? Is that what I'm supposed to say? <laughs> yes, that's perfect, Tom. <laughs> okay, thank, thank you. you. I've, I've only so seen it on TV. <laughs> I, I only saw it on The Sopranos. Thank you very much. I uh, thank, uh, thank you. you very much. All, all of my life lessons came from The Sopranos and The Godfather movies and Deadwood. Past that, you don't need anything else in your life. I'm just saying. Uh, it is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Going to continue this uh, all the way up until 6 o'clock. And if you can relate to what that caller just told us, maybe on one side or the other, um, I'd, I'd love to hear your story. Um, I'd love to know how you feel about drinking, how much you drink. Uh, if you don't drink, that's fine. Maybe you used to drink, but you gave it up. That's fine. Um, alcohol, tell you. Uh, it's it. I, I would imagine it's got to be the toughest thing to give up, only because, as I said, it is ubiquitous. It is everywhere. You can't get around it. There's alcohol within 50 feet of you at any given time. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Got $2 in the jukebox, $5 in a bottle, and 10 more just in Anybody else know this song? Good old Eddie Rabbit. Remember him? He's uh, no longer with us, unfortunately, but uh, struck down too young. 537 at News Radio 930 WBEN. It is Bowerly. And we're talking about alcohol and the various aspects of alcohol. And we just heard a tremendous phone call from Anonymous talking about her descent into alcoholism and her recovery from alcoholism, including, of course, the proverbial. Uh, and it sounds always like a Lifetime movie, when I hit rock bottom and uh, two DUIs and a B&E, and she at least could afford an attorney, uh, so she didn't spend that much time in jail. 
a little bit of time, but uh, at least they dropped the felony charges. So uh, that's uh, good good for her. But she sounds like she's got her stuff together. She really does. Um, let's get back to the calls on uh, WBEN. And uh, drinkers, non-drinkers, you are all welcome here because um, after the show today, to be very honest with you, I will be going out as per custom, and I shall be having, I shall be having tequila, possibly Patron, with a twist of lime and ice cubes on the rocks. Uh, anyway, uh, Ken in North Tonawanda, you are on WBEN. Hello. Hey Tom, I'm with you. I uh, hate to make my call after listening to that last lady and the other people, but I drink. Mm-hmm. Every day, and I smoke weed every day mm-hmm. for 40 years, maybe longer. I'm 76 years old. Wow. You drink every day. You smoke weed every day. I mean, yep. I, have to, I have to ask you the question. Do you think that you have an addiction issue with either of those or both of those substances? Uh, no. How much, like, on a typical day, and I'm not, look, dude, I am not judging. Um, yeah, yeah no, really, I don't care. Hey, no, hey, I don't No, <laughs> I mean, seriously, who the hell am I to judge? Uh, yeah, but, yeah. Ken, um, yeah. how, much, how much do you drink a day? Well, <clears throat> I used to drink a six-pack of light beer every day. I actually lived in your neck of the woods. I lived in St. Pete on a sailboat. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Every night, every night. I would have a cold six-pack of beer. I work out every day of my life. I used to run six miles a day. I just got through kayak and three miles <clears throat> in the river. So are you still doing a six-pack a day? Help. Are you yeah. still doing a six-pack well, no, no, a day? No, no, I changed. I changed. I couldn't drink so much beer, so now I'm down to three beers and a vodka and tonic and a glass of wine. So that's five alcoholic beverages a day. <laughs> Which, which yeah. most people, see, most people would say that makes you an alcoholic. If it's five a day every day, you're probably an alcoholic. But you're a functional alcoholic who apparently has excellent genes. And if you add into that, and I think genetics plays a huge role yeah. in addictive personalities. It's my Polish mother. was my Polish mother. <laughs> oh, is she the one who's taught you to smoke weed, too? <laughs> Here. Have some Krupnik and no, uh, some military, Colombian. No, the military taught me how to smoke weed. Uh, uh, I, and I, just oh, came from the, I just came from the VA, had my annual checkup. Doctor said, liver's perfect, lungs, kidney, everything's perfect. We'll see you in a year. Well, you know what? I mean, I think I, this I'm not goes bragging. Back. I'm not bragging. No, no, it's not yeah, taken, yeah. not taken as such. But I think it is yeah. illustrative of the idea that some people, for whatever reason, can be. And I'm going to call you alcoholic, but I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not. No, no, that's good. I but I'm not. I don't mean that in any disrespect. <laughs> I don't mean that with yeah. any disrespect whatsoever. Right. But clearly, right. you have gotten more out of alcohol than alcohol has gotten out of you. Oh, I beat the alcohol. On my 80th birthday, if I'm still doing this, I'm, I'm going to have one extra one. Now, and as far as... I always drink only the same, you know. Right. I, and I want to say something. My best friend just died from alcoholism. We oh, used to I'm drink so together. Yeah, it, 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 it wasn't bad. But anyway, we used well, to drink together. I'll tell you something. It, it didn't do my brother any favors. I mean, he, yeah. he died well, maybe, and uh, maybe he, he drank too maybe much. Maybe you'll... 
maybe you'll get this with what I'm saying about my friend. My friend had to stop and pick up an eight-pack every day and put it in the fridge because if there was any more in that refrigerator, he would drink them. He couldn't drink six. He couldn't drink six and stop. He couldn't stop. Well, I've see, my, never my brother, my brother couldn't afford an eight pack every day. He was not in. <laughs> no, he was not in good financial These circumstances. Were, yeah, yeah. Well, that goes a lot with drinking too. Uh, well, I mean, you, now, you know, wealthy people are alcohol. I, I just think it's control. You can't if you if you can't stop when you're younger, you got a problem. Yep. Yep. Uh, and how about how about the weed? How much how much weed are you doing a day? I mean, are we talking gummies? You said smoking. How much weed do you smoke? Oh, like four puffs. Now I only do this stuff from five till eight. Then I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, never, this is quite a contrast from the previous caller, isn't it? You know, till five o'clock, five thirty. 8.30, 9 o'clock, I'm in bed. i never seen the end of a Super Bowl game. Uh, and, and that's my, you know, it goes with part Neither of my regimen. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, that'll yeah, win yeah. me a lot of friends in the area. Uh, uh, so four puffs of weed per day. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. not like the you're indica, doing it in the morning. The indica, only the indica. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the sativa. Yeah, the sativa oh, is yeah. supposed to no, give you no, energy. I don't need the indica is supposed to. Yeah, yeah it doesn't sound yeah. like it. Well, I mean, look, I don't know what to say <laughs> to somebody like you because obviously, um, you know, some of us aren't even going to make it to your age, no matter how we live. So I thank you very much for the call, and I appreciate it. Good luck. Okay. All right, man. Uh, Appreciate it. Hey, if everything, if all of his vital organs check out okay and the blood work checks out okay, what are you going to do? Uh, 803-0930-STAR-930-1800-616-WBEN. Uh, for the record, my last blood work uh, was exemplary. My cholesterol under 100. Thank you very much. Um, this is uh, Janine in Lindenville. Janine, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. Yes, ma'am. Um, I kind of have a different perspective on all of these topics because I come from a long line of alcoholics. Um, My dad was an alcoholic. His dad was an alcoholic. Um, Two of my siblings are alcoholics, and one was a junkie. I used to drink a lot when I was much, much younger. What's a lot? And let's say I started really drinking in, say, ninth grade. Oh, my goodness. And I don't remember too much of high school. Wow. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Okay, so you started drinking when you were much younger, as in ninth grade, and uh, walk us through the rest of it. So I went into the field of psychology and addiction because I was fascinated. (laughs) When I had my first child, I sort of had an epiphany of I have to be able to take care of this child, to defend this child, and I can't do that if I'm drunk all the time. And so I just stopped. 
I have no issues whatsoever with drinking socially. Um, it, it has never bothered me. And so it has fascinated me to think why so many members of my family and not me, uh, because I very easily could have gone down that path. Well, um, I mean, it, it, it's almost as though you have imposed um, your own personal handcuffs on your drinking um, behaviors, uh, realizing probably through your study that there is, there's got to be an addiction gene. I, I do think that addictions run Absolutely. in families. Agree, disagree? Very much agree. Interestingly, okay. almost everyone on my dad's side of the family was an alcoholic. And no kind of addiction behavior whatsoever on my mother's side. No one even smoked cigarettes. Nothing. Wow. So, yeah. Um, my, when I say my dad was an alcoholic and a functioning alcoholic, everybody else loved him, but behind closed doors, he was a very mean and nasty drunk. Um, but he would, he could easily in a day drink a case of beer and a fifth of whiskey and still be walking around perfectly fine, you wouldn't know he had been drinking at all. Because of the tolerance. You build up a tolerance. Yes. Yes. Um, interestingly, his family was, they were rum runners, uh, running from the revenueers. So it was kind of bred into us. Um, but I do agree also with what you said about I've kind of put my own mental handcuffs on uh, because I think, okay, the tendency is there genetically, and I could very easily fall into that, and I will not do it. Um, and it, But, you know, here's, here's what I'm thinking. Here's, here's what I'm thinking, my dear. I'm thinking this. There are some people out there, I'm sure, who have been through the program um, who are very concerned about you because you know that you have this genetic predisposition toward addictive behavior, and you quit drinking for a while to defend your baby, but now you do allow yourself to drink socially. Um, some of them are going to have a problem with that. Um, what would your answer be to those people who say, don't you get it? You always have the disease. Just you're only one drink away from relapsing. That has never been an issue for me. I mean, I can be in a setting with people who are drinking. I can go to a bar, and if I don't feel like drinking, I don't. It's not a problem. Um, my husband drinks every day. And, and is he in the danger zone at all? or I don't really believe that he is because if he doesn't want to drink or if he's occupied with something, he doesn't pay any attention to it. He doesn't think about it. Um, it doesn't occur to him to drink. He may go for three or four weeks without having a drink at all. Oh. Oh, well, all right. That doesn't sound like uh, it's a problem then. 
Uh, well, thank you very much. I appreciate your phone call. Thank you. All right, my dear. Thank you. Um, your calls, talking about alcohol, still have time to take some calls here from you guys. It's been a big topic for us today uh, because the government may say uh, it may recommend two drinks per week per man, one drink per week per woman, instead of two per day and one per day, respectively. Uh, and is that something that is going to fly in your life? And I will tell you, it's not going to fly in my life. I go out um, pretty much every night, and my credo is life is very short, and I'm going to enjoy it to the maximum I possibly can enjoy it. And you know what? I would rather sacrifice a few years at the end of life for a fuller life than live a longer life and end up in a nursing home, which I refuse to do. Um, I mean, that's just my uh, that's just my attitude uh, about it. And like I said, I mean, my blood work comes back fine. Um, everything is everything is cool. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And like the caller earlier today said, all I've been doing all day is... <sighs> so somebody's going to see me out and say, hey, dude, got any? It's like, uh, I don't think so. Thank you. Uh, let's go to uh, Mary on WBEN. Mary, welcome. You are on. Hello. Hi, Tom. It's Mary from Williamsville. Remember yes, me? The Trump yes, sign? Hi. So I don't know who the woman was that uh, was on earlier before me, but I'd like to know if she would want help. I'm willing to help her. Um, she's in a delusion. She is in denial. And I know all of this because I've been a member of a certain book club for 10 years. Um, and she needs help. She needs help because she's gonna, she wants help, but what she really needs is pain. People need pain and suffering in order to make a decision to turn their lives around. But it, it sounds and, as though, it, it, I mean, it's based on what she said started in ninth grade, it sounds like she actually oh, yeah. has turned her life around and she has become one of those people who has put the handcuffs on her own drinking and uh, is, right. uh, is, is right. totally so, cool. Okay, well, you know, if, if she is um, alcoholic and people try to do that, the, the dream of every alcoholic is to control and enjoy their drinking. But what happens is when you put the drink down, you're not sober. You're still crazy up in your head, and you don't have an outlet to relieve that squirrel cage that's spinning around and around up there. There's no way to quiet it. And oftentimes, people will drink themselves to death or commit suicide. And it's a whole other chapter of my life and information that I never, ever knew, ever. It's a fatal disease. It's a progressive disease. Um, every time somebody decides, you know what, I got it. I know what to do. And they go out and they take that first drink. It triggers an allergy, which... To me and you, or I'm sorry, not to me, but to you, it doesn't manifest as hives or, you know, your throat swelling. The allergy is a phenomenon of craving. And after that first drink, I'm going to have another. And after that, who knows what's going to happen? I could ha end up in handcuffs. I could kill somebody. Um, you know, it, it, well, I certainly hope not. 
Mary, I right. wish I wish we had more time to talk to you, but uh, I'm a prisoner of the clock, and I need to leave you yes. on that note. Okay. I, I thank you kindly for the uh, phone call. Um, the lady before, I think her name was Janine, um, she said she studied psychology and addiction management and all that stuff, so I presume she knows all of this. Maybe, maybe there are some people who can legitimately have a drink every now and again who used to be alcoholic. I don't know. Um, you guys know better than I. Listen to what your counselor says, because uh, this is not uh, its not my world. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.